श्री गुरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए हरिनाम संकीर्तन की जाए श्रीमद भगवद गीता की जाए बहुत प्रेम सो इवनिंग एंड मित्र सेन एसमी स्पीक अबाउट फर्दर अबाउट द चैंटिंग मोर डीपली एंड same time i see that there are people in attendance that have um not that much acquaintance with um this uh this practice and the uh, philosophy that underlies it and so forth so i've kind of sought to take some middle ground this morning i spoke some historically about sankirtan the prem sankirtan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and how it was inaugurated and so forth and how we're following in the wake of that. And uh, so, rather than go too, too too deep on this, you know, it's a problem, too high for some, too low for others uh, in a mixed audience. Um, I'll try to come in the middle here and speak um, um, from the famous probably the most famous of the sacred texts of India, the Bhagavad Gita. Shri Bhad Bhagavad Gita Ki Jai. Wherein, um, well, I'll tell a story. As we said this morning, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu inaugurated the chanting in a particular way, in form, and uh, there was a certain quality to it that was unique. And therefore we we call it sankirtan kirtan means um uh kir comes from the word kirti means fame so to give fame or to glorify um and uh, particularly in uh, in 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 song so kirtan and some some means like comprehensively hmm? and comprehensively sometimes is with regard to kirtan is thought to mean in mass like mass prayer a group of people together which implies that it may have more force more power and so forth a number of people coming together for the same purpose so for kirtan but the sum also speaks about a certain quality of the of the kirtan that uh, that he uh, brought to the world and so, and so forth and that we have um spoken about by way of referring to the kirtan sankirtan of chaitanya mahaprabhu's prem sankirtan so it was a new thing so to speak and uh, uh even in in navadweep uh people were confused about it they thought it was some kind of a new religion but actually the idea the spirit of this it it, it is very much rooted in the sacred texts hmm? and so many many years later when the wave of that he set in motion of uh kirtan for krishna uh, chaitanya set in motion when it came on the shores of our country here through the uh, the person of uh, uh pujapaji ac bhakti vedanta swami prabhupad my beloved guru dev um he had us going out in the streets and chanting 
uh, Hare Krishna in Sankirtan, and it was a new thing, uh, to be sure. Colorful and uh, curious and at a time when it was also kind of popular to be on the streets in the 60s and, and, and so forth. So at one point, a professor of Indology, I think he might have been at, at Berkeley, um, he saw this chanting in the streets and he said, what kind of nonsense is this? What, what does this have to do with Hinduism? Or uh, And so he complained, and I think he wrote to, uh, to Prabhupada about it. Hmm? And so Prabhupada had an exchange with him, but the, the, in the one sense the essence of the exchange was that he made reference to the Bhagavad Gita to give support to this practice. And that is the verse we're going to speak from tonight. Hmm? Krishna is the person whose name we are chanting in Kirtan, and this is what he says about it. Hmm? Fairly authorized. Satatam kirtayanto mam etantas cha dudavrataha namashantas chamam nityam tushanticha mantichha well, actually, I combined that first line with another verse, which is similar. So let me say it again. Satatam kirtayanto mam yatantas chadrudabhata namashantas chamam namashantas chamam bhaktya nityayukta upasate. So, um, Krishna speaks this verse after having described people that he, that he calls Mahatmas. Mahatmanas to Mamparta, Daivim Prakriti Mashrita. Atma means, we've been speaking about Atma. Atma means the, the self. Hmm? The, uh, the, 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 that unit of consciousness that we are. Hmm? And Maha means great, so Mahatma means like, like a big Atma or something. Uh, but it doesn't mean like a big, uh, quali- quantitatively, but qualitatively big. Hmm? He says, Mahatmanas to Mamparta, Daivim Prakritimashta. There are people, I call them Mahatmas, he says, great souls. Hmm? Their Atma is very big because they have been, they are always engaged, which is what he talks about here in in chanting about me, and in doing so, they share about me hmm, with everyone. They give. They're givers. Hmm. They're moving in the world. Therefore, he says, daivim prakriti mahasrita, under a different influence. Mostly, we atmas here are moving under the influence of the, what we call the Maya Shakti, or the influence of matter. I've described it earlier. We, we turn matter on, then it starts to matter. Hmm? Um, more than it does, really. Uh, I've given the example, if you turn a television on, it's reco- without that, without the viewer, television has no meaning, but then the television could take over the life of the viewer also, and that's a problem. Hmm? So... Uh, that's our problem. We've turned on material nature, so to speak. The contact of consciousness with matter animates matter. It starts moving, 
and the whole movement is like a virtual reality. We're like observing it, but in the observation, we're so identified with it that its movements we think are our movements. Hmm? Because it's always in flux and always changing. Our lives feel like they're always in flux and changing, and it's hard to get our feet on the ground and get security and and, and so on and so forth. Hmm? So what this involves then is ourselves as atmas uh, being somewhat under the influence of of material nature hmm? identifying with it and feeling therefore needy hmm? because the only value in matter is ourselves as much as we project ourselves into it hmm? um but we're chasing after our, our self, not knowing it's our self we're after, and instead we're trying to acquire things and, and so on and so forth. So we're takers, is my point. Because we're not identifying with our self, we're identifying with an empty bag. Uh, we feel empty. We're running on empty. Hmm? So that kind of movement is not that friendly um, because as we take to fulfill a perceived need, so we owe from having taken. And therefore, as I said earlier, jivo jiva jivanam. One living being is food for another. That's not a great place. Uh, so as much as you're taking out of a perceived need, you have to look behind you because someone's going to be taking from you. Hmm? Hunters and the hunted, so to speak, is, is, the, is the plane that we live in, the realm we live in. So this person, this Mahatma, he says, is moving under a different influence. He or she is in the world, but to use a, a common phrase, not of the world. Hmm? Not under that influence. Under the influence of this kirtan, hmm? this, and, which is a, the main limb of the body of bhakti, especially in this, this time we live in, the Kali Yuga, so, under the influence of that power, that shakti, hmm, that person, he or she, the Mahatma, is moving in the world. Example is sometimes given when the Gita gives the example of this kind of person. Like a lotus flower, you may have seen a lotus flower, it sits above, rests on top of the water. Its stem goes all the way down into the mud. Hmm? So, it's stem is in the mud but it it's it's sitting above the water and it's beautiful and so forth so it's it's in the, it's in the water but it's 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 uh, not of the water something like that hmm? so these people these mahatmas they're moving like that and and so they're not taking hmm? but they're only giving hmm? and because they're giving the sense of their atma is expanding when we take, our atma seems to contract. It doesn't really get bigger or smaller, but I'm speaking qualitatively. Hmm? The more we take, hmm? the more we exploit, the more we, more we take, the more the self contracts. In other words, the more selfish we become. Hmm? The more we're self, self-centered, hmm? materially speaking, and therefore taking for ourselves, the smaller we become, the smaller-minded we become, the meaner we become. Hmm? And it's a qualitative smallness. Hmm? And the more we give, well, the bigger we become. And when we 
we, when we give, what happens is, is the self expands, in a sense, qualitatively, by way of identifying in a, a larger sense. I'd just like to give you a, a crude example. Materially speaking, we could just be out for ourselves only. Or we could be identify with our family. So we have an extended sense of self. We love our family. Or we could even forego the family to become, you know, the, the political leader or something. That's what, theoretically uh, what it's supposed to be. So, you know, he sacrifices even his own personal comfort, or she does, of the family and becomes a civil servant and identifies with the country or with the planet. Hmm? Um, like this. So, uh, that's a, all of that is supposed to be a, a giving or a sacrifice, a giving up of. I'm not, well, it might be comfortable for me to stay here with my family, but my nation calls, and so I will go and and uh, sacrifice. And, uh, and so the self gets bigger, if you will, in this way. So what the Mahatma means here is it got really big. Uh, he or she learned to give very comprehensively by way of not attaching any getting to the giving and by way of finding a source that can take completely. That's what we mean by Krishna, this center. Hmm? So he says, There are these great souls, big atmas. Hmm? Um, Prabhupada was described in his astrological chart hmm? as, a, as, a, as a child, as, as a person who could build a house in which the whole world could live. Hmm? So if you study what he says, you can live in that. That's what it's a dynamic kind of institution it's a it's a uh, it's a it's krishna consciousness there's always room for more there something like that so um so he says these kind of people what do they do how how will i recognize them in the world it's difficult to recognize a vaishnava and uh, what is this position? So he, he, Krishna wants to give some clear guidelines that we might identify such persons. And he, and he identifies them in this way. Satatam kirtayantumam. They are always doing kirtan about me. Hmm? Now, satatam kirtayantumam. We break this down a little bit. One of the, uh, let's take the word mom. Mom means me. And Krishna speaking here. Hmm? So what he's saying is, kirtan is for me. Hmm? As I've said before, this kirtan is is a limb of the body of bhakti. There are different paths to transcendence. There's the path of knowledge, there's the path of of yoga, like ashtanga yoga, mystic yoga. There's the path of bhakti. Hmm? And they're different. And they have... significantly different results even though each one is transcendent and an enlightened result. They're significantly different. Hmm? The path of knowledge focuses on being. Eternal being. Loving to be. Hmm? And knowing what is what is ignorance. Material attachment. Hmm? The path of Astanga Yoga focuses on knowing omniscience, being to know, hmm? and loving to know. 
And the path of bhakti focuses on loving, being to love, existing to love, rather than loving to exist. Hmm? Uh, and so there are corresponding manifestations of divinity that uh, for these paths, Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagwan. With regard to Bhagwan, we have Swayam Bhagavan, Sri Krishna, and he is saying here, Kirtan is for me. Hmm? Um, we never find Shiva saying that. You never find Durga saying that. You never find Ganesh saying that. Do kirtan of me and everything will be solved. Hmm? Ganesh doesn't say, just chant my name. Hmm? Shiva doesn't say that. Hmm? This is this is for bhakti. In other words, the path of yoga, the path of knowledge, have their own limbs. In yoga, there's eightfold limb: yama, niyama, asana, pranayam, pratyahar, dharna, dhyan, samadhi. This is the eightfold limb. And there's the yamas and niyamas, uh, of, uh, uh, of of yoga, Gyan has its 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 limbs and so forth. So you study it. And kirtan is not one of them. Kirtan is a limb of bhakti, hmm? and within the context of Vishnu bhakti, there are many. There is Ram. There is Narasimha, Vamana. Different emotional moments in the life of the absolute Sri Krishna that we call avatars. He, he he has a feeling and it personifies. He feels friendly love and Balram manifests. Hmm? He feels wisdom and the Buddha manifests. Hmm? He's like an ocean of rasa, of mellow feelings of love and they they he concentrates on one and he's such a sankalpa. Whatever he wants happens. So it manifests like a wave in the ocean. Hmm? And these waves in the ocean of bhakti rasa sometimes overflow into the world and touch down on us. And they give us meaning to think about for centuries. Hmm? What is he saying? What was he, What does it mean? And so on and so forth. And religious traditions are formed and, and so forth. So here he says that kirtan is for me. Yes, so... It is a limb of Vishnu Bhakti, and so you can do Ram Kirtan, and 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 uh, you can do Kirtan for. But if you look at it carefully, and all of the different manifestations of Krishna, you find the Kirtan is not that prominent for 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 Narasimha, for Vamana, for Matsya, for Koma, these different avatars, even for Ram, hmm? even for Narayana. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, again, he came from Golok. He is Krishna. He brought the Prem from Golok and a certain kind of kirtan, and it very much pertained to Krishna. Satatam kirtan. Krishna says, it's really about me, kirtan. I was, uh, I've been in South India where there are a lot of devotees of Narayan, and we once had a festival, we invited some devotees of Narayan to come and perform different rituals for installing the deity, which they are very, very good at. So they did that. And after it was over, then we put the deity on the altar and we did Sankirtan, with, like we do with the drums. And, and they looked at us like, what's that? I've never seen anything like that before. Hmm? So a different kind of uh, Kirtan. Hmm? Hmm? And particularly for Krishna. So he says, these Mahatmas are devotees of me, Krishna. 
in the fullest sense of the term, and they're always doing kirtan about me. Hmm? Their main practice is kirtan, as we find in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? He says, and that kirtan satatam. Satatam means always, so they're always doing. And always means that it, it can be done in any situation. It's very generous. Niyamita smadhaninakala. You can do this anywhere. It doesn't matter time or place or circumstance. Whereas other different spiritual practices require a certain time, certain atmosphere there to be formed, mantras to be chanted, facing a certain direction in a certain time, uh, after having bathed and so on, whatever may be the case. Hmm? This is not the case with kirtan. It can be done any, even in your sleep and they'll be benefit, it is said, to just to emphasize the point of its efficacy. Hmm? So, satatam kirtan, it can be done anywhere, anytime, hmm? no restrictions on that. And it also means that the path, the 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 journey is the destination. Hmm? This is very much so with regard to bhakti and the path of sankirtan. The path is a destination. That means satatam. It means that it will be chanted in sadhana, in spiritual practice, and it will not be given up in sadhya, in perfection. It will be chanted in perfection as well. Hmm? Something like a fruit. Now the blossoms are coming. Hmm? This is like bhava. Hmm? Then the fruits will start to come. The flowers will fall away, but fruits will come. Hmm? And then, then they will be green, and then you know they'll turn their whatever red as an apple, and so it'll be ripe. Hmm? So it's an apple. Uh, it's an apple. It's an apple. But there's a blossoming apple. There's a green apple, and there's a there's a ripened apple. Hmm? So it is with bhakti. Bhakti for bhakti's sake. So sadhana bhakti turns into bhava bhakti. In other words, bhakti in practice turns into bhakti in ecstasy. Bhakti in ecstasy turns into prema bhakti or bhakti in love. Hmm? Where that ecstasy has been honed and, and churned and refined into a particular focus hmm? that constitutes a particular relationship with Krishna. Hmm? that prem is about hmm? loving God. So, uh, this is what it means. Satatam, they do this kind of kirtan. Hmm? Not kirtan to get liberation and give up kirtan. Not not some idea of sagunanam, but nirgunanam. Not that the name, that means to say, is a sattvic representation in this world of something that is transcendental and quality-less. No. The name and the name, they're one and the same. That's why I said earlier, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was asked by Balaba to hear his commentary on Krishnanam, he said, I know nothing about Krishnanam. If I know anything, I can only say this. He is Yashodanandan. He is Shamsunda. He meant to say, Krishnanam is Krishna. Not anything else. Less. Krishnanam is non-different from Krishna. And as we chant, that becomes more apparent. Hmm? What's in a name? There's a lot. That's why they say sometimes, did you get his name? Because if you got his name, then you can get him. Or track him down. Hmm? You know, now they have identity thefts where you can like, 
get their number and then you can take their bank account and everything. So Krishna, the named, is Krishna. He has given his name in Kali Yuga. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Chaitanya Bhagavat, he said, I will come again. I'm going to leave the world, but I will stay here further on in the form of my name and my bigraha, my deity. He, in the form of Krishna Nam hmm? and, the, and the Vigraha, the deity. So, the named has come in the form of his name hmm? and the two are the same. Only one difference. The name is more generous than the named. Hmm? And even while we can't appreciate the named, the name comes to us and there's the heart sweeps out the heart, makes it clean, hmm? a place that he feels comfortable to stay there. He enters the heart like a sweeper, sets up a little straw hut in there and sells himself. Hmm? It's got a lot of competition, as I said before, because the heart's full of these mega corporations you know, advertising for your, your attention and so forth. But give him a little time hmm? and you close them all down. All of the desires, all the glitter and glare of the world, all the distractions, is the power to completely charm us. Hmm? Rupa Goswami said, when he dances in the courtyard of my heart, this Krishna Nam, my senses, my mind, they become unable to respond to sense objects. They become, they forcibly are turned within to observe the dancing in the courtyard of my heart. Hmm? All the tension there, taken over. Hmm? Uh, so, Krishna Nam is a bit aggressive in this way. He comes after us. Uh, the name stays, the name stays there in Goloka, and then the, and the named comes in the form of his name. He comes and and and, and gives himself. Go into the heart of the of the. For the it works like this. There's no beginning to this. So you gotta fit that between your ears. Enters the ear of a devotee, from the tongue of another devotee, well, from the heart of another devotee, to the tongue, to the ear, to your heart, to your tongue, to another ear. This is how it goes. There's no beginning to this. This has been going on for long, forever, hmm? Hmm? in this world. Uh, and it's the thing that is going on forever in the world that has the power to end the world for you. Hmm? It is said by Jaidev something like this, that the way this works is that these sadhus, like here in North Carolina, we have a lot of red clay. So he says, they chant the name, hmm, something like this, and then tears come. Hmm? And the tears moisten the clay and thus their footprints are left to show the way hmm, for us to follow. Hmm? Chanting and weeping, chanting and weeping. What is my good fortune? The named has come to me in the form of the name. And I will always stay with this and keep, keep the name. I will never give this up. Hmm? He says, They are always chanting about me. And They're very, they seem very simple in one sense. They're just doing this chanting. But they're very smart, he says. Hmm? Yatantas cha. He says, cha means they do chanting and they do the other things that support the chanting, like hearing, 
Hmm? Hearing, chanting, worshipping the deity, discussing the philosophy and all these things. They do all these things. And they do this with yatantas, with, a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with some intensity, with some striving. Striving means they want to do it right. Hmm? So it implies a kind of also discrimination that, that they uh, invoke. How to uh, do this chanting in good association, avoid uh, frivolous association or, or bad association. Hmm? Always striving. It, it implies, itantas means, applies always striving for association with sadhus who are more advanced than myself and chanting in the hope that they will share their hearts with me and I will make progress. And this, this kind of guides their, their life, this striving. This is the characteristic of a devotee that uh, is concerned about making progress. And in a broad sense, we call that an, a madhyam, an intermediate devotee. Those who are not striving for, for good association, which is the very kind of catalyst of the driving force of bhakti. It's like the fire. Sometimes the example is given that, well, if, if, you, if you're going to cook, if your mother's cooking dinner and, 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 and you come and say, what's for dinner? She says, it's, it's cooking, it's coming gradually and there's going to be this and this. And, and it's not on the stove. You say, well, you know, you got and gradually. The fire's not even on yet, you know. So you can say gradually once the fire's on. Hmm? Mm. The fire here is is this, this sadhu sangha. The sadhus come to stir us up and make us feel uncomfortable and say things differently than we've heard them before. So we have to think about it and say, I don't know if that's true, and ask a question and get a good answer and so forth. And this is their uh, business. Sadhu means like sharp, like a knife to cut. So wants to you know, kind of keep us sharp or, uh, as well, something like that. So. Um, this this yatantas yatantas it means like this that there those who are striving for this that which is really the driving force of our bhakti that means sadhu sang it's the birthplace birth of bhakti chaitanya uh, chaitanya charitam it says hmm? and it causes it to grow hmm? and so those who are striving for that they are in a broad sense employing their discrimination in bhakti and they are madhyama. The madhyama is characterized by discrimination. Hmm? And those that don't strive for good association, hmm? then they're not really interested in making progress. Hmm? They don't want to hear things that will make them a little uncomfortable and and uh, they they figured out it works like this one two three it's a formula four five six seven eight nine ten hundred eight and let's not change it rock the boat here and this is how it works and and when we fall into this kind of thinking hmm, then the the the, the dynamic uh, spirit of bhakti the gray two hundred and fifty six shades or more of gray that it is rather than black and white. That, that gets lost, and love is a gray area. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a secure, it's a, it's 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 a certainty that's full of uncertainty. Hmm? 
That's love. It's, it's certainty, but it's full of uncertainty. Hmm? What will happen next? And does he love me? He love me? You never say you love me. Hmm? So this kind of thing. The spiritual life is like this. If we think of spiritual life, as we should, there's love of God. There's some uncertainty, but, but it's a beautiful. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a. There's no certainty in this world. Hmm? There is certainty. There's no certainty. That's the certainty. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's all here today and gone tomorrow. There's certainty in 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 in, in spiritual life, hmm? but there's an uncertainty that causes for an exciting, making it exciting element. What will he do next? The object of our love, who's uh, firm is also playful, deva. Hmm? So he's always devasya. He's always moving and uh, performing lila, and and uh, so there's union and there's separation and union and separation, yoga, yoga, and so forth. Uh, so spiritual life is like this. Sometimes we want spiritual life to be something that answers all the questions for me, so I don't have to think. Hmm? That might work at first, but after a while, the spiritual path starts to tell us, you have to think too. Hmm? Problem. Hmm? Uh, the verse means more than one thing. Oh, no. Now what? Uh, I have to think about that and apply that. So, so this is what, this kind of uncertainty within certainty is, is really what calls our progress. I can tell you, as a student of uh, Srila Prabhupada, he had us very sure, but very uh, unsure at the same time in, in that that we were ready to do to change everything immediately as soon as he said so. Hmm? He would say, sell the books. And if he said to us, well, he didn't do it, but if he was said, today I will, I will want all the books burned, we'd have just burned them. Hmm? Wow, that's different. Okay, we do that. <laughs> Something like that. So he had us in this kind of a position. We were very like uh, supple, if you will, very um, uh, flexible. Hmm? And nishta, that stage in our bhakti that where our practice becomes fixed and unimpeded, hmm? Hmm? is also at, at, at that stage where we become very uh, uncertain, so to speak, where we start to see, oh, it's bigger than I thought it was. Because, you see, you can only understand this to some extent within your head. So in the beginning, we, we kind of get it in our head. We, we think we got it figured out and we're going forward. But as you start to experience it, oh, it's, it's, that was only like an outline of what it was. Huh, wow. Now I'm actually reading the book. And it's, it, it, there's more to it. And it's, it's exciting and... and uh, Prabhupada, you know, we didn't know. Every, every month we were getting another 400-page book with four-headed people and thousand-armed people in it and, uh, you know, all kinds of things. You know, what's next? Okay. Right? So, uh, just to give you an example. Hmm? And we were comfortable with that. Uncertainty. We were certain. We want a life of uncertainty, of excitement, hmm? of variety. Hmm? Hmm? We certainly don't want this world where there appears to be variety, but there's none. It's the same thing. Punap punas charbita charvananam. Prahlad said the same thing over and over again. Chewing the chewed. Looks like one thing, looks like another thing, but it's just the same thing again and again. Hmm? Same offer for a full meal that constitutes nothing more than at best an appetizer. That ends in nothing less than 
indigestion. Hmm? Such is material life. Hmm? So, it's static. Hmm? And there's a false dynamism to it. But, as they say, variety is the spice of life. So, variety means uncertainty. What's next? That is why, of course, there is Leela. Leela is beyond reason, but, of course, there's a reason for it, too. What do I mean by that? If you're omniscient, if you know everything, sound good? We want we want to know quite a bit, you know. <laughs> We want to so, so let's say you know everything. Then what? Now what do you do? You know everything. What are you going to do now? You're frozen. Like, I know everything. <laughs> everything that ever happened, everything that ever will happen, everything that could happen, it doesn't really serve to animate you very much. And so when you, when you it's boring, in other words. Knowing everything is boring. So... What do you do when you're bored? Then you play. Hmm. This is Krishna. Hmm. He's playing. And he plays hard. Hmm. So he gets lost in his play. Hmm. Completely. Hmm. He thinks himself the son of Mother Yashoda. And he is. Hmm. He thinks himself the lover of Rod. And he is. The friend of Sri Dham. And he is. More than he is God. Brahman. The Absolute, he's a friend of Sri Dham, the lover of Radha, the son of Yashoda. This play is so real. It is so much the essence of, of, of Dharma, Prema Dharma, because it so much satisfies him. And some city, Haritoshanam, Dharma is characterized or, deter, or, or evaluated on a scale of how much it satisfies Bhagawan. This play is, is, an, is an illusion. Hmm? But it's an illusion that brings so much pleasure to Bhagwan hmm, that it's real. You understand? Hmm. That it's the truth. Hmm. So he, he is the son of Yashoda. Hmm. He is the friend of Sri Dham. He, he, he's lost in this play. This is the named hmm, Krishna. Hmm. So to enter that, of course, this is our 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 ideal, and to get there, we need good association. Hmm, so, satatam kirtayanto mam yatantas cha jardarvataha. Seeking good association, we we are in touch with sadhus. They speak about this in such a way that we can get a different angle on it, a different nuance, and so forth. And we can be compelled by their example to go forward. There's somewhat of an example of of what is the lila. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is, is Krishna and is Acharya Leela and he was unpredictable. Hmm? Several times the devotees say, you, you do whatever you, whatever you want to do, you can do. Hmm? You're not m- moving. The Mahatma is not moving under the force of material nature. He or she has some independence. It creates good, good fortune of others. Hmm? They're motivated by love, but we can't quite see the motivation why they do the things they do necessarily. But we see the result is good, so we don't question their their movements within reason hmm? when we see the result. So by that company, we get a taste of what Leela is like. Hmm? 
There's, it's, it's kind of say, it's, it's an uncertainty within certainty. I certainly want to keep in this association because it's so like uncertain. What will happen next? And it's all good. It's all exciting. Hmm? Hmm. Of course, if we understand it properly, even the things that happen that don't look good on the surface, we can see, oh, it's, 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 there's a purpose behind it. It's meaningful and it's good for me and so on and so forth. Hmm? So, he says, these Mahatmas, they like this. They are great souls, and they are always seeking good association themselves. It's what to speak of us. We should follow their example. They are always looking for good association. They are always chanting my name and discriminating very finely, very carefully. They're striving. Striving implies some discrimination. They want to do it right. Hmm? They want to get good association. They want to avoid bad association. They want to accept the things that are favorable. They want to reject the things that are unfavorable. This is a devotee who's intermediate, who's making progress. We don't want to become a devotee who who stops striving hmm? and avoids good association, which will force us to strive and rethink and, and, and so forth, and then become trapped in just dogma, hmm? regurgitate it to somebody else and tell them to avoid good association or something like that. <laughs> this is not good. Hmm? This is a, this is this can happen, so th this is where we have a, a a kind of a a facade of of devotion, hmm? Hmm. which is a progressive thing. And there's no progress. So he cautions here against that by speaking about how the devotees, his mahatmas, whom we should follow, conduct themselves. Satatam kirtayantomam yatantas cha. So they're striving and chanting about me and other similar devotional activities. Hmm? This becomes their life, hmm? and kirtan in particular. Hmm? And dridabrataha. And they also accept certain uh, vows, and they accept it with great determination. They, they make a vow, I will chant this many times on my beads. Hmm? And, they, and they, they, they strive to um, maintain that, that uh that vow with great effort. They accept uh, the um, various uh, 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 calendar events, for example, that constitute auspicious days and conduct themselves according, like the Akadasis, the eleventh day of the waxing and the waning of the moon. They, have, they undergo some fasting and increased hearing and chanting. This is implied here. They do the, all these things. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, they these are kind of I don't want to say rules, but they're things that are found to attract Krishna, so they do them. Hmm? And it's, uh, the, the the word here dritta means with great determination. Hmm? The great uh, example Raghunath Das Goswami was said to have followed his vows were like what like lines on a stone. They could never be erased. This this happens, of course. There's a stage. I don't want to discourage anyone here, but there's a stage in our practice where our practice will be unsteady. Anishtabhajan will turn into nishtabhajan. Unsteady practice will turn into steady practice. Steady practice will turn into taste, where the medicine of the practice becomes like food. It's one thing to say, okay, I got to take my medicine, hmm? right? I'm going to sit and chant my rounds. I got to take my medicine. 
it's another thing to think, when, can, when do we eat? When's the next kirtan? Something like that. That, that. That's different than thinking, when will I, well, I've got to take my, oh yeah, take your medicine. Oh right, nobody has to remind you. It, uh, uh, would you like to eat? You're kind of like living to eat, as we said earlier, where we said we should eat to live, but to some extent we live to eat also, unfortunately. Uh, so, when the medicine becomes like the food. The example of Rupa Goswami's is very nice when he says, it's like sugar cane, and we're like people who have jaundice. When you have jaundice, sugar cane is a cure for that, but the sugar cane tastes very bitter. Hmm? So you're taking the sugar cane, tastes bitter, like medicine. But as the jaundice goes away, the sweetness in the cane that was always there starts to manifest. Hmm? So the medicine becomes food. Hmm? The medicine becomes candy, something like that. Hmm? In Ruchi. Hmm? And in that stage, then, all these vows can be practiced very easily. <laughs> Therefore, what does Krishna say in the Gita? Aso varjam raso param By tasting, by, by this parman, this evidence of taste, the experience of the theory, you become fixed. Right? And you cannot... Uh, it's drawing you on the other side. There's, there's a point in our side in our practice where our minds are drawing on us naturally. We hear and we chant, and, but when we go, I'm over here. And we draw ourselves back. Hmm? And I'm over here. Well, how do I get over there? I'm drawing myself back. There will be a point in our practice where the mind draws us always to Krishna. Hmm? People may come and try to draw us somewhere else and we'll hear them and, and, and everything they'll say will turn into something, we're back into Krishna consciousness. Hmm? Something like that. There's a, there's, a, there's a significant shift as, as practice starts to border on, on perfection, as sadhana starts to turn significantly in the direction of sadhya, hmm? of the goal. Hmm? So, again, after all, he's talking about mahatmas, these means who, have, who are the, the siddhas, great souls in the world. We can't be exactly like them, but their example we want to follow. Hmm? That should be the course that we take, and so we should understand it and see how we will progress and what the stages will be. He says, Namashantas chamambhaktya nityukta upasate. He says, Besides following these vows and so forth, and chanting, being discriminating properly, finding good associations, striving for progress, and so forth, namashantas jamam. Unto me, they are always offering themselves. This was, is, is a, a regular practice. It's said about the Gosamis, Rup, Sanatan, Shijiva, Gopalbata, uh, Raghunathas, hmm. um, they, uh, Nana, what is it where it says? Uh, no. Uh, the Sadgosami Astakam, Srinivas says. Hmm? No. He says that uh, they Nidrahara Vihara Kadivijito Sankyapu Bakanama Gananati Bihi. Nidrahara vihara karivijito. 
sankhya, pubaka namagana nativi, counting, regular counting, this is like the vow, of the names of Krishna, hmm? uh, certain number or commitment, and and paying uh, pranam, obeisance to Vaishnavas. They would take vows like this. I will chant a hundred thousand names and I will make a hundred thousand obeisances to Vaishnavas or to Krishna. Hmm? Uh, Sanatana Goswami would would make a circumambulation of Govardhan Hill, which is a thought to be a manifestation of Krishna, the deity himself. And he would he would do it like like lying down and then where your hands are, you get up, you put your feet there and then the next one like this, all the way around. It takes, I don't know, six, eight hours to walk around fast. So this is a practice. So this is mentioned here, along with chanting. Uh, this is this is a very powerful thing because nama, namaste means, literally it means like not me, not me, not me. It's not me. It's not me. And ordinary material life is, it's all about me. It's all about me. I'm looking at the world in terms of how it can facilitate me and my sense of self. And I have these kind of eyes of the, that, that it looks as if I'm thinking I'm the center. Hmm? How things can serve me. Would there be, how would there be any humility in such life? Hmm? Therefore, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthitaka wants to find humility as absence of the enjoying spirit. Hmm? Seeing things for my purpose as if they're for my purpose. So namaste means not me. So they offer their pranam, their, their, their namaskar to me. Hmm? And, 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 and it, they, this is the cultivation of a, of a kind of a positive negativity. Hmm? <laughs> okay, what does that mean? Negativity means, I gave the example last night, if you have a magnetic flake that has a positive charge and you have a big positive magnet, that charge, that flake will be just whoo, propelled, right? Hmm? If you could change the magnetic quality of that from positive to negative, that flake would be drawn to the positive magnet. Hmm? So the idea is that God is positive, Bhagwan, it means like that, the pusher, the sustainer, hmm? the provider, pati. Hmm? And we are sustained. He is independent. We are dependent. But in our material life, we try to be the sustainer, the center, the controller. We try to get control of things hmm? uh, by some mental, intellectual, physical exercise. We try to get this. This is this putting hands up like this means I give up. <laughs> I'm not trying to control anymore. You take over. Hmm? You can't beat them. Join them. Something like that. Uh, sharanam, uh, surrender, stop trying to be in, be in charge, something like that. So to convert our present enjoying, exploiting, taking ego hmm, into a giving ego, a serving ego, is like converting the magnetic flake from positive into negative. We'll be drawn to Bhagawan very, very quickly. So he recommends this. He says this is what they do. They're always of this... It means there's a quality uh, to their chanting that constitutes a serving ego. Hmm? This has to come in place. That's why 
Besides hearing and chanting, we often engage students in just doing things. We say shravanam kirtanam, means hearing and chanting. Shravanam kirtanam, scrubanam, mapanam. <laughs> Something like that. So get busy with your senses in relation to spiritual sense objects for the service of Krishna. And develop a serving ego. This is, this is, this is, all of this dasya, sakya, vatsalya, madhurya, it all has as its ground, as its foundation of serving ego. Prabhupada said, if you love someone, then you, you serve them, something like that. So these are different shapes of, of service in a sense. Hmm? So this has to be converted. Therefore, it said that you cannot see Krishna, you cannot perceive Krishna with material senses. Ata, Shri Krishna, Namadi, Nabhavid Grayam Indri, Sevan Mukehi Jivado. Yes, the Purana here has combined chanting, jivado, with the tongue, <laughs> with sevanmukhe. Service by chanting with a serving attitude, the idea. Then the senses are transformed. And then it's a possibility for perceiving Krishna. Not with material senses, but with spiritual senses. And the spiritualization, if you will, of our senses and our mind is a serving ego. Because at a certain point, as a serving ego is in place through chanting, what happens is that this this chanting, there's, there's, as I said, what's in a name? There's a lot that's in the name. Inside the name of Krishna is the form of Krishna. Inside the name of Krishna is the qualities of Krishna. Inside the name of Krishna is the leela of Krishna. So the name, the form starts to, you start to, one will chant and then we will see the deity not as a stone anymore or as a statue. One will see the form that Krishna is present there. One will chant and one, certain qualities of Krishna will start to manifest in one's mind. Certain qualities that, that are relative to a certain type of relationship with Krishna, like a friend of Krishna, like a lover of Krishna. Hmm? And then the leelas of Krishna hmm, that correspond with a particular relationship manifest in my heart. Then my serving ego is fully in place. I can enter into that that leela. Hmm? So this is very um, important. <coughs> this goes together. There's a... An, an ego that we're called, an identity, the basic identity, hmm? serving identity. This is overall what we're trying to learn here in one, in, in one sense. In other words, our guru may give us different tasks to do. We may have a big mission and it's very important, uh, all these things to do, but really what's important is that that we, we're somehow learning to be, to develop the serving ego. Hmm? And the whole mission could fall apart if somebody got the serving ego. It's a success, something like that. That's the idea. Big arrangement for that. And it, it requires a fairly big arrangement because the enjoying ego is pretty well uh, you know, ingrained or uh, situated. Hmm? So I have to attack it from all sides. This is the idea of Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasitaka with, with establishing of institutions, missions, and so forth. They give all kinds of engagement to people and, and so forth. So... We don't want to shy away from that. Hmm? There is the example that Gurudev says, Krishna Das, Krishna Das, come. Hmm? Why the bathroom is not cleaned? Gurudev, I'm chanting. 
You told me to chant. That's the highest thing, right? Hmm? I like that. No. <laughs> hmm? The chanting has meaning because Gurudeva said chant. If Gurudeva says, put down the beads, now do this, that would become more important. Hmm? Hmm? So, so here it is mentioned uh, in the word namashantam, namashantas chamam. They're always they're involved in a cultivation of a serving attitude. You know, in the mission, in the monastery, we've become a young monk, and there's so many things to do. Hmm? Living with the guru, with your householders, then Prabhupada lamented, I was a householder. I couldn't be directly in the mission. Hmm? The way he wrote Bhaktisiddhanta, there's some service I could do somehow or other. Hmm? He suggested, well, you, maybe you could preach in English, something like that. Prabhupada eventually took that as his order, uh, or order from his guru, and he lived on that one order. We're all here, you know, because of that, directly or indirectly. Hmm? Um, but as householders, we also, of course, earn a livelihood, and so hmm, we should support the mission financially. That'll purify our involvement in the world in, in taking to create a little kingdom of our own that we that are, we are using to... T- take out the, the king mentality of ourselves. That's also possible. It's generous bhakti for householders or for monastics and there are different psychologies for for the different uh, different approaches. But in either case, this is very central. This cultivating the serving attitude, be that combined with the chanting, that will be fruitful. Hmm? And namashantas means, of course, literally it means, to, it means like bowing down. Hmm? Bowing down. Mahaprabhu Shri Chaitanya Dev has spoken about this bowing down when he said, Sa, what did he say? Trinada pisuni chena, toroda pisishtuna manina manadena kirtaniya sadhari. When you want, if you want your practice to be steady, hmm, then you have to decorate yourself with these things. Humility, like a, like a blade of grass, that means bowing down. Hmm? Some humility. Hmm? Tolerance, offer respect to others, expect no honor for yourself. This is when you're chanting, and your chanting is really uh, decorated by these ornaments, then you will get prame. With, with, after some time of chanting like that, with, you don't come to that point. You cannot, if you if you can't bend down that much, hmm, don't expect your body to be having hair standing on end and joints separating like we find in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and all those kind of transformations. You have to be willing to. Creek and bow a little bit, be a little bit flexible, something like that. Yes, Guru Maharaj, I'll do that. Something this is uh, required. <laughs> so, uh, this is he said, they're doing this, they're showing this example. And Nitta Yuktu Pasute, this is the conclusion of the verse. This is central because they're doing all this. And they're doing all this with a particular aim, nitta yukta upasate, to be united in a in a particular relationship with me. This is the center of their whole bhakti. This is bhava um, mayi hmm? uh, that I want to be a brajbasi. I want to live in in the village of Vrindavan as a gopi, as a gopa. Hmm? As may be the case, this is my goal. This is this is this. And we say, well, I thought you didn't, weren't supposed to want anything. That is not wanting anything. 
we have to understand what that is. What it means to be a Brajabhasi. They don't want anything. Hmm? They only, only, only loving Krishna. All, existing only for the, for Krishnendriya priti, for the love of Krishna's senses. Now we live for the love of our senses. Kamendriya priti vansha. We have a desire for pursuing the love of our senses in relation to sense objects. The Brijabhasis, the inhabitants of Vrindavan, they have a love, priti, for only pleasing the senses of Krishna. Hmm? So we want that, this idea. Hmm? And this, as distant that, that may be, our sadhya, our goal, hmm? it is at the same time central to our practice. Hmm? Why? Because this is audacious idea. I want to be like like one of them, like Subal, like Lalita, hmm? uh, Vishaka. I want to be like Rupa Manjari. I want. This is what I would like to. This, this is my, my goal. But what that means, what what these uh, devotees are to Krishna, is everything. He's con- completely controlled by them. Hmm? People want Krishna for all kinds of things. He told the gopis that Mai Bhakti Ributana People approach me for all kinds of things. People want things. People want no thing. Hmm? And eternal life, I give it to them. But nobody's interested in me. <laughs> I can give things, I can give eternal life, but nobody's interested in me. Huh? But what you show, that is very different. Hmm? I'm... I like that. I'm attracted to that. Hmm? So if we want to be like that, means we want, we are interested in Him. He will become interested in us. Therefore, this is a very powerful part of our sadhana. Hmm? If you pray to Krishna, I want to become Brijabasi, you're going to get His attention. Hmm? You want to be like them. Hmm? You mean you're interested in me? Not getting anything from me? Not stealing anything? <laughs> Not getting anything from me. You're not interested in just taking. You're not interested in asking me hmm, to, pre- to pretend that something's mine. Hmm. You're not interested in liberation. You don't want to. You just want. You're interested in what what excites me. You see, this draws him to us. Hmm? Krishna Nam will, will will stay with us. Hmm. We have this aspiration, even though we have ups and downs in the beginning of our practice. So it's important to fix this kind of goal. I've often said if you go into the mall, you know, and you want to go to room 108, you get to the map and it says, you here's room 108 up, up here. And so, okay, great. What do you do next? When you look on the map and you see here's, here's room 108. You have to look, where am I, right? And you are here. <laughs> okay, you have to know both things, right? Hmm? And there may be specifics about room 108, so forth, that you may not know, but the general idea. I want this. I want to be a Brajapasi. Hmm? Hmm. I want to serve like the, the people of Vrindavan. Hmm? Uh, the specifics will become more clear, but this is my ideal. Hmm? And then I'm down here, and then I know how to go there, step by step. I focus my attention here with a view to go there. And this kind of thinking, as I say, the, the name will be very attractive to us. Krishna's name. Hmm? He will think, yes, that's what I... You got it. 
That's what I came for. I came from Golok in the form of my name to bring the wealth of my frame. You figured it out. <laughs> That's it. So, so the distance we have to go from there onward, that's a very small distance. That's a very short distance. Now you are wandering. Wandering, you didn't know where to go. What was important? What was not? Then you became interested, thought God was important. So, okay, in spiritual life. So with some sincerity sought, and there are all kinds of things out there you could do. Good, you know, all kinds of opportunities here, especially in America, <laughs> spiritual and quasi-spiritual opportunities and, and so forth. And somehow or other you found a guru, hmm? giving Krishna nam, and you thought you knew what it was about. <laughs> Gradually, over time, you get a little more clear focus. And this is kind of what I'm saying, with, I got it. This is where we're going. This is where we are. So much in place now. So much sambandha. You're equipped, very well equipped to chant. Be confident of that. Hmm? Hmm? Okay. This what You see this kind of confidence this will enable you to chant with more focus. Why I'm chanting, where I'm going. Why, what I've understood in a very essential sense what Gaudiya Vaishnavism is about. Hmm? Where it's taking me. It's not taking you anywhere short of that. To Golok. The name is bringing the wealth of Prem. So, we're fortunate. How it does that? Through these Mahatmas who are moving in the world, creating good fortune. They are what we call in Sanskrit, Bhagwat terminology, good luck. What is the term that's used for? Atibhagya. Atibhagya, that's a very good luck. Yadrichaya, Atibhagya, yeah. Uh, it said when Sukadeva appeared on the scene to speak to Bhagavatam to Maharaj Pariksit, it was, uh, what is it? Yadrucha. This means like the lotus, you know, as I said, he's, he just, there he was. And uh, he was in the world, but not of it. It's not a cause, not a force of the world. Hmm? It's not within cause and effect of karma. Hmm? It's beyond the moving out of love and sharing and giving. And so, we have Bhagavatam, we have Nam and so forth. So keep good association, chant Hare Krishna, that's what we're doing here. And we'll stop with that. Are there any questions? Yes. Um, about our prasadam, what about when we go to Whole Foods or someplace like that, we have to eat out, and then of course we offer our food, but is that prasadam? <laughs> Well, um, for the for the um, for the novice, hmm, it's very important to kind of ritually offer the food. Hmm. As one progresses more, or really thinks about these things and and lives a life as a sadhaka and thinks I'm a sadhaka wherever I go, I'm really try, really trying to go to Goloka. And meanwhile, I'm going to Whole Foods or doing this, but I have a higher purpose in mind and so forth. And that's kind of your central focus. Then the, the, the way in which food, for example, that we need to live can be offered can become more, more subtle. Because as we said this morning, the offering is the spirit of it, right? It's, it's not necessarily the whole ritual. I mean, she was peeling the bananas for Dura's wife and giving Krishna the peel. 
and Krishna was eating the peel. So she didn't do it right, but she did it right. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, so there's, a, there's, there's more than one way to, to, to do it right, so to speak. Um, uh, and those who are very much novices, they, they, they may not understand sometimes what other Vaishnavas are doing in this connection. Just like I give the example uh, that Krishna says he's the fire of digestion. So if I was in the right consciousness, I could be feeding people and thinking, oh, I'm feeding the fire of digestion. Krishna's the fire of digestion. I could become fully Krishna conscious by doing food relief if I was in the Vaishnav space entirely. Do you understand? And thinking, uh, the fire of digestion, I'm feeding, putting out... And, and, and so it might not look like he was making an offering, but it's all in his consciousness, so to speak. So the intermediate stage is, 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 is where the intelligence is very much applied spiritually for guiding us and making discrimination. So, so there you are, as you put it, in Whole Foods, and you have to eat something because you're at work and you don't have your deity there and so forth. So there's, uh, you, know, you, 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 you offer in your mind hmm, something like that. Or sometimes you don't have time for that, but or you, or you think, well, is this really prasadam? I'm not preparing it, putting on a plate for Krishna and so forth. Yeah, and you think that, that the power that the energy that I derive from this food, let me only use it in Krishna's service, something like that. Um, so there's different ways to kind of take out the the exploitation involved in eating that ties us to the world and turn that eating into something that, that liberates us. And all of that is different shades, if you will, of, of prasadam or moving in the world through, 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 under the influence of divine grace. Hmm? Does that help? Hmm? So, yeah, you, 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 it's, uh, be, be mindful, thoughtful about it, then you, then you'll, you come into a dynamic understanding of offering. Hmm? Um, no, no, yeah. Like I said earlier, well, one way of looking at it, what you like the most, and you can offer it with the most feeling. Hmm? Right. So, um, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I just to add something, uh, I believe it was Bhakti Siddhanta. Uh, he was like the most non-rules when it came to somebody that was fully engaged in service, even on, you know, Krishna Janmashtami, yeah. eat or out doing something seriously, you tell his men to just eat any damned old thing, just do your service. Right. So if you can, if you're, if you're in, that's why it's said in, in Gita, the, 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 the offering, the offerer, the fire, it's all Brahman. Hmm? Something like that. So you see what bhakti is not about offering things to Krishna. Now we should understand. It's about offering yourself to Krishna. Hmm? So, in the spirit of that, if you offered yourself to Krishna entirely, eat any damn thing. Hmm? <laughs> That's what it means. You understand? If you, of course, whether you've really offered yourself entirely to Krishna, that you know that you have to, you know, weigh in on that. But if you've offered yourself to Krishna, then eat any damn thing, and do service. Something like this. This idea. And that's on tape.
Oh, God. (laughs) 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 Yes, Mati. Well, like now we're in your wonderful association and feeling so enlivened and how to maintain that mood of excitement. Come and visit me. <laughs> Why I always have to come here now. Well, yeah, yeah, that's we have to you know, yeah, try to keep keep that going with the with we you know, share the thoughts that have been inspiring with others, talk about them. Hmm? As it starts to play out and you think you you know, then and you've done that and you start Arranging Swami's next trip or something, you know, something like that. Um, but that's a good spirit, I think. If, you know, if you feel like that, then that will that will carry you uh, some distance. But uh, I'll be around here for a few more weeks, right? Here in, in the state, so I'm not not too far. Welcome to come visit me out in the west there of the state, and I'm coming back to, Hill, to Hillsboro, hmm? right? Next weekend. Next weekend. Okay. Yeah. So. The weekend after there will be a picnic. I mean, not a picnic. Well, it will be a yeah. continual picnic, but there will be a camp <laughs> out with the picnic. Oh, great. Yeah. So, what else? Okay. That's been nice to sit with all of you. And and I guess we'll have a program tomorrow, too, if some of you can make it. And what time is that? Yeah. One o'clock. Shinam Sankirtan Ki Jai. Shri Sri Radha Kanai Lal Ki Jai. Shri Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai. Gaur Premanandi.